0: I want out of life is to be a monkey of moderate intelligence who wears a suit. That's why I've decided to transfer to business school. No! world of tomorrow this is back to the futurama your podcast voyage through one of the greatest tv shows fox ever canceled i'm ben and i'm mike and today we're talking about season one episode 11 mars university we have a interesting flavor today in this episode uh we are we are
1: recording in a different place it's scary and new it's not all that scary and new it we usually uh just to uh to borrow a, a phrase from the the McElroy's, to part the kimono a little bit, oh God, okay, so to, we're doing this <laughs> to uh open the curtain um we usually record at ben's apartment uh, but this time it just worked out so that we could uh, record in our in me and my wife's house so' we'll, we might get some weird noises we have a dog and a cat you never
0: know what might happen
1: it's almost like it's live except for it's not it's not live at all.
0: Thank God it's not live. The amount of (laughs) editing I have to do to make this even remotely workable is insane. You've got a point. Just a reminder that this podcast is going through the uh, production order of Futurama, uh, which doesn't really make a whole lot of uh, changes until we get to season three. But if you are watching along on Netflix, it's going to be... uh, This episode is actually listed as a season two episode. So don't get too confused uh, about any of that. Um, it, it's all the same order uh, and we'll we'll let you know when we actually have to start switching up that order on Netflix.
1: And, and don't be scared we're here to hold you your hand through the entire thing. There's nothing you don't have to fear. We're here for you.
0: With all that said let's get into the episode.
1: Alright so, uh, that's exactly how the episode starts it gets right into it with the cold open that actually relates and se- is central to the plot. The professor comes in with a delivery to Mar- Mars University to himself. So I don't know why he just didn't throw it in the why we had to have this conversation at all but it was it's pretty good because bender thought when professor walks in says i'm getting a delivery we'll have a delivery to me and bender's like job well done
0: i like that bender is just like hey yay job done okay moving mm-hmm. on to the next ben loves something that bender did huh. surprise surprise i am very surprised okay well at least somebody is um so this
1: delivery could win the Nobel or the nobel prize for the professor and when it asked what field it would be in, he doesn't care. They all pay the same. There's also something uh,
0: seemingly dangerous in the box. Well, Fry's, Fry asks if it is, and Professor says no. But the box gets uh, pretty angry. Uh, whatever's in the box. The box itself isn't getting angry. That'd be weird.
1: The cardboard just feels, ah, just so angry. It becomes the incredible
0: corrugated Hulk. The Incredible Corrugated Hulk.
1: The Corrugated Hulk. I shouldn't even have The Incredible in there. The cor- Okay, that doesn't... <laughs> I like how I'm doubling down on that part being in there.
0: That doesn't change my uh, questioning of it. The Corrugated Hulk. <laughs> well, like corrugated cardboard, you know. Oh, I know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> uh, for those of you in podcast land, Ben is looking at me. I'm going to go with quizzically and... um questioningly, but it's not about what I said. It's just about my general
0: level of intelligence, possibly. We haven't even gotten past the cold open yet. So <laughs> the um, yeah. professor tases whatever's in the sure. box and it settles back down. And he says, off we go. And then that leads us into the opening theme, which uh, is a little remixed this this week, this uh, this episode, a little bit. I, I at least noted it down. Yeah, um, th- They do that in a couple of episodes, but I think this is maybe the first time that we get that. I think that. so, yeah. It's the first time I've noted it. So
1: um, I, I do know later on that there's kind of like an acapella version of the the theme or something similar where it uses sound effects. But this is just kind of like a pretty standard remix. You'd throw some more sounds in there and be done.
0: Then after the credits, we cut to... Them landing on Mars. They they are at Mars University where their motto seems to be, knowledge brings fear. I think that's appropriate.
1: I think so as well. Uh, we get a little bit of uh, history on Mars University. Uh, it was founded in 2636 um, after the uh, Mars was
0: terraformed and made livable, unlike Utah. It's true. Have you been to Utah?
1: I have not, but Utah gets kind of the short end of the stick on this conversation.
0: I mean, I don't want to offend any utahns here uh listeners from
1: utah you can send your tweets at back to futurama and address them to ben specifically thank you i have nothing against you good good utah and boys hashtag hashtag utah made livable (laughs) um so yes and after the utah bashing uh they terraformed the planet by planting the traditional collegiate plants of ivy trees and hemp
0: it's what every good college is built on. They
1: get to, they kind of look around the campus a little bit, and then they get to the Wong Library, named mm-hmm. after the Wongs. Mm-hmm.
0: That, the the of Wong one,
1: family. The Mars Wongs. Mm-hmm. Professor says it's the largest collection of literature in the Western universe. Within, uh, Fry, as Fry looks in the window, there are two CDs.
0: One's labeled fiction, the
1: other nonfiction.
0: He seems impressed. It is weird to me that they'd be stored on CDs and not like in a server farm somewhere. Also, if if somebody checks out one of the CDs, like I don't, I don't think it's. Maybe I'm overthinking this. I'm definitely overthinking. this.
1: <laughs> yes, it is a sight gag in a what, fifteen-year-old or seventeen-year-old thing at this point.
0: Uh huh. Absolutely. <laughs> However, absolutely. The point is, imagine you go to the library and you're looking for, uh, the. Uh, the Great Gatsby, a book I know you love and has only come up on this podcast one other time. Boy, I sure do <laughs> <laughs> um, Imagine you're looking for The Great Gatsby because you just love it so much and you want to read it. But unfortunately, somebody else has checked out fiction.
1: Oh, so uh, what a horrible time. I can't read The Great Gatsby, my favorite book of all time uh well i imagine that they have multiple copies i mean it's a big library that they're looking at and there's a table in it with only two cds it implies there's the only it's the only two cds it certainly implies that but i'm sure there's at least a storeroom where they have a backup at least one that'd be my thought
0: oh man imagine like if you like left the cd somewhere or shattered it accidentally
1: Uh Oh, man, you're losing all of it. All at like a co-
0: wild college uh, frat party. Hey, you know
1: those frat parties. You get all those books and you just throw them all over the place.
0: Hey, speaking of fraternities, at this point, Bender also sees uh, a chapter of his old fraternity. He does. Is, uh Epsilon Rho Rho.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and we get a little bit more detail on where Bender went to college. He, Of course, he went to Bending College. He majored in Bending and minored in robo-american studies.
0: You're also skipping over the uh, fantastic nerd joke of his fraternity being E-R-R for, like, error. I did not catch that while I was watching it on the bus. I think this is the flaw in your watching episodes on the bus plan. It's less a plan and more of a realization of, oh,
1: crap, I wasted my night. I I should have been watching this episode, but instead, I did other stuff. But yes, it's it's a good joke. I'm sorry, Ben. It's my fault. This is my fault. I am I am wrong, and I'm sitting in my wrongness.
0: Bender goes up to the frat house to introduce himself um, to what he is certain is the coolest fraternity on campus.
1: Well, I imagine every person that's in a fraternity, whether it's honors or regular fraternity, I'm in an honors fraternity, no big deal. Uh, but everybody thinks that their fraternity is the coolest.
0: He introduces himself and finds out that the fraternity is full of nerds. Nerds!
1: Yeah, it's, it's the nerd frat, and, uh, you know, they are kind of pretty stereotypical nerds. Uh, mm-hmm. They're
0: playing, well, not really playing chess. They're hypothesizing chess.
1: Yeah, which is an interesting... It's certainly a very nerdy thing to do, uh, but we we find out that the president, uh, the chapter president, is named Gearshift, and then there's Oily and Fatbot.
0: This is also where the episode sort of takes a uh, one part Revenge of the Nerds sort of sure approach, I, and I've, then about three parts Animal House.
1: Yeah, Animal House feels more more of where they were going for.
0: I yeah, mean. but it's I mean it's also full of nerds, so you get a couple of that. It's it's basically just riffing on. A lot of college sort of movies at this point, which I feel is a lot more successful than riffing on specifically Titanic, like last week, where uh, it feels really aged. Um, Maybe it's just because things like Animal House um, and uh, Revenge of the Nerds that are like a very classic sort of thing, and and it makes it feel a little bit more timeless, unlike the Titanic thing but i i digress
1: well i would i i will return to the digression uh, i think you're you're right that kind of those kind of movies have aged a whole lot better uh than the titanic has I, i'm sorry titanic the 1997 uh epic film uh i think i think animal house and revenge of the nerds and that kind of college aesthetic uh ages better uh, far better than the titanic uh, as a setting and because it's more relatable to me that's why I think it is, but I agree with you that this is a more successful kind of and it's more of a pastiche anyway, not just a straight parody,
0: right. We also find out at this point that Fry is a very proud certified college dropout he
1: He remembers his college days uh at Coney Island College, which seems to be a carnival ride, which he did not graduate from. He did not graduate from what
0: seems to be a carnival ride mm-hmm mm-hmm, go whitefish. <laughs> <laughs> which is apparently coney island use uh sure. mascot which interesting anecdote i didn't know until about two years ago what that uh implied whitefish i'm not gonna say it on this podcast okay. go look it up on urban dictionary
1: oh uh, it's gonna be that isn't it it's gonna uh-huh. be you oh, it's oh this is
0: a family podcast but
1: please don't look it up i haven't even done it yet and i don't want to know Um, Just to back up a little bit, uh, some notes I caught from the end of the Bender at the Nerd Frat, or Robot House scene. Uh, Bender's a legend, obviously. Uh, He he drank a whole keg, streaked across campus, and stuffed 58 humans into a phone booth, to which he replies, well, there were mostly children. Which, I mean, it lowers the difficulty level a little bit. And I like that he can be humble about it. Sure. Which is... It, it, it is a new trait for Bender, I would say. Somebody that walks around going, Bender, Bender, Bender. I, I do want to just bring this, this, this up now since we are talking a whole lot about Bender in this episode and none about Zoidberg. There's no Zoidberg in this episode.
0: Zero Zoidberg. Yeah, I'm very disappointed. I guess I wasn't really paying attention, but so... <laughs> Officially, you weren't, you
1: weren't paying attention because your favorite character was on screen the
0: whole time, and mine's never there. So officially, uh, Zoidberg has zero screen time this zero episode. S-
1: zero minute zero second screen time. Yes. Wow! Unless I missed him in the first ep- part of the episode. No, I think you're right, Zoidberg. I know you're you're out there. I know you are. I will
0: watch you on the television. Bry decides to take up some classes at Mars University so that he can become a college mm-hmm. dropout. Again, the professor points out that by today's standards, he's no better than a normal high school dropout, (sighs) which Fry finds very offensive and says it's not fair. So he, of course, decides to become, once again, a college dropout.
1: By by signing up for classes at Mars and trying to drop again. So, perfect. A relatable quest.
0: While he's signing up for classes, uh, he asks the professor what he's teaching. The professor says... Same thing I teach every semester: the mathematics of quantum neutrino fields. It's a title he made up so students would not sure. sign up for the class. Fry writes down mathematics <laughs> of wonton burrito meals. I'll be there, which the professor is not a huge fan of because he
1: d- he says I don't know how to teach. I'm, I'm a, a professor. professor. Um, so at this point, you know, after after Fry has signed up for classes, it kind of cuts back to Bender. Who is leading the the nerd frat, or as it will be known very soon, Robot House, mm-hmm. um, on what looks to be a pretty stereotypical panty raid?
0: Uh huh. Um, it is. It is a um, regulation panty raid ladder, I yep, believe. That's pretty much what it says.
1: Um, but instead, as it pans over the scantily clad uh, women in the college dorm, it. Pans and zooms in on the computer on the what looks to be an old, old very old Macintosh. Mm-hmm. Comparatively,
0: now one thing I did actually notice that I had never noticed before okay. is that for some reason the sexy, scantily clad women in the sorority have a sexy lady calendar hanging up. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I had never realized that. I'm like, why do why do they of all people hey, have a okay
1: i'm gonna be open to they can be them. oh
0: i'm not i'm not judging it's just <laughs> i'm not implying that you are judging it's a very bizarre thing like i wouldn't have expected do you it. think it's an oversight or do you think it's just i think it's just an excuse to cram as much cartoonish sexy women into one frame as possible that's probably a good point yeah to uh counteract the Thing that happens next, which is that old mac starts freaking out and she takes the faceplate off and starts slapping it and uh Bender. Boy, says,
1: howdy, when you when you describe <laughs> it like that, I I can see where Bender's coming from. Someone's been a bad computer. <laughs> oh boy, I am
0: so glad you said that into the microphone. I can make that your ringtone if you want. When I call you.
1: Oh, that would be fantastic! Oh man, when you get that that MIDI down into that right right format, that'd be perfect. I have it written down uh, that they focus on the computer because they're robots. Period. Duh. Period. Okay. Uh, because I don't know why I was very, I was very stern with my notes because they're robots. Duh. Like I'm very mean in my notes. Um. Anyway. They they fall off the ladder, or the, the kind of the ladder topples over, um, and they land onto part of Snooty House.
0: Specifically, they land on Snooty House's servants' quarters.
1: Yeah, they damage the servants' quarters. And, and their the servants.
0: servants. In this episode, Bender says, cheese it a lot. A which, whole bunch. Uh, that's another one of those things that I picked up where a lot of times, uh, not so much anymore, but for a very long time, I'd shout, cheese it. Uh <laughs> And like most of my Futurama references flew right over the heads of everybody else that I was mm-hmm. hanging out with. And thus I no longer shout cheese it when I'm trying to <laughs> suggest that we should all leave.
1: I, I feel like I also had a cheese it phase. Um, and I, I, I had the exact same uh, phenomena of, as you did where no one seemed to understand what I was talking about.
0: That's why you and I started a Futurama <laughs> podcast. It's true. And not, Not all these other random people that didn't know what we were talking about. We cut back to Fry, who's in the financial aid dorm. He's um, moving in, and he's ecstatic that his dorm room, for one, has two beds, two desks,
1: two bed, two bed, or two desks, uh, and then bunk beds as well.
0: Right? Yeah, a couple of bunk beds. Uh, So there's a knock at the door, and he thinks it's a woodpecker.
1: Oh my 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 sweet boy, Fry. My sweet, elastic, intelligent boy fry.
0: Turns out it's his new roommate, which is what the professor was delivering in that crate, which is the whole original crux of this episode. Mm-hmm. And it turns so out... it came back. Comes it came back, back, back around. around. <laughs> we are on the unison train this episode, and I love it. It turns out to be a super intelligent monkey.
1: With a bowler hat, and he can speak. hmm
0: His name is Gunter. Of course. Gunter? Gunter. I'm pretty sure it's Gunter. Gunter. Okay, I'm going to go with Gunter. Gunter is a super intelligent monkey, but he's not genetically modified because that's scientific, uh, science fiction mumbo jumbo. Mm -hmm. It turns out it's the hat that makes him super intelligent. Mm -hmm. And cute. It's true. Gunter's um, pretty cute.
1: Pretty cute. Mm -hmm. Um, It it is revealed that the professor set them up as roommates um, for the... The only reason he gives is so he can remember one phone number. I'm assuming each dorm room has a specific phone number. Now, my question is, um, this is in the year 3000. Yes. Uh, we have cell phones now. Yes. Lila has a wrist thing that I'm pretty sure later on she r- r- uh, discusses it as a wrist thing. Yes. What,
0: uh, <laughs> it is the financial aid dorm. Okay. Okay. That's a good point. They might not have... Well,
1: but... I mean... Okay. It just seems an odd choice. But I, certainly it's the professor and he wouldn't get with the times
0: anyway. Fry also offers Gunter a banana, which Gunter replies that he doesn't like bananas. He prefers um, organic banana-flavored tofu. I don't know why he wouldn't just eat the banana.
1: Right. Like, it's you're not avoiding anything there. Like, if it was... Uh, a lion that they raised to eat tofu that'd be different because then it wouldn't be eating the meat also
0: it would be a Futurama reference the next day they're in class uh history of the 20th century I thinks it's going to be easy as pie mm-hmm. because the only guaranteed way to get an A in the class is to have actually lived in the 20th century
1: and who could that even start to describe in this television show
0: I also like hear how Amy says boring, let's hear about Walter Mondale already like it's the <laughs> sexiest thing.
1: Well, you know what? Uh the the victors always write the history books. And all the history books always make Walter Mondale sexy as hell. It's as, true. That was in
0: all of my history books. Just just the <laughs> sexiest Walter Mondale. <laughs> some oh, some just straight up like Center folds Walter Mondale. <laughs> I feel that there was a line and I have now crossed it.
1: I mean we're we're talking about sexy Walter Mondale here. Is there we're are, if if there was a line we passed it a whole long time ago. We left it in our dust.
0: Gunter points out that uh he's pretty smart because he's able to answer the question that Fry is not. Mm-hmm. The professor teaching this class... Which is not the professor. ...points out that uh, he asks what device allowed viewers at home to uh, view programs. Within their homes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Fry doesn't know what it is. He well, thinks it's a lightbright mm mm-hmm. He definitely answers lightbright Gunter totally knows. And so, you know, we find out Gunter's pretty smart, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, Amy gets a little...
1: I mean, it's it's amazing to me because... Everybody still has televisions, and they look very similar to what they currently are. And they call them television. Adam,
0: Amy gets a little uh, uh, attracted to Gunter. I would say, uh, so we find out that uh, he's both smart and cute, in her words. Fry continues to get jealous because because he's Fry and he doesn't really I, like Gunther.
1: He doesn't like Gunter, but he's also trying to drop out. So doesn't I don't have a point here. Just. It's just silliness for the sake of silliness,
0: we cut to a shot of the Dean, Dean Vernon, who is sitting at his desk for some reason, talking about what he loves about being Dean of Students. <laughs> He's just talking to himself. Haven't you ever had a soliloquy where
1: you're just you're just sitting there by yourself and be like, "What I like about my job is x, y Z The thing I love I hope it's
0: quiet. The thing I love about being a podcast host well, this is different because it's very self indulgent. The thing I love about being a tech support agent is moving on so
1: (laughs) i was wondering how you're going to end that sentence it basically it turns out that he he uh is kept sane by doing building a model ship in in a in a bottle
0: for the last eight years Uh, it's a very intricate ship uh the students from robot house come in to see the dean he's not a huge fan of them the dean has a very large list of grievances with robot house uh he declares them a disgrace to the university because whenever a fire alarm is pulled it's robot house whenever a campus liquor store is looted robot house whenever a human corpse is desecrated
1: robot house
0: well bender says that he can explain that which we don't get the explanation of
1: i i'm fine with not getting the explanation of
0: that the point is Dean Vernon puts them on Dodecatuple Secret Probation. <gasps> we also find out this is where Fat Bot eats things when he gets nervous. True. He starts to eat the model ship
1: and completes it. He he eats the whole thing. He he just he loves to eat. I identify with Fatbot.
0: Me too. <laughs> Fry is trying to hit on a uh young co ed. Mm-hmm. Chrissy, I believe the name is. Chrissy. And uh, he asks if he can escort her to a kegger. Mm-hmm. I love the levels of class <laughs> there of yep. like, might I escort you to a kegger?
1: Well, it's that kind of weird college feeling of, well, I'm an adult now, but also I'm
0: I'm in college. She leaves and uh, we also see her give her number mm-hmm. to Gunter.
1: He gloats a little bit. Uh-huh.
0: The thing I love about that shot is that where, like, most TV shows use like 555 sure. as a fake number, uh, they don't go that route, they just put a lambda in the yeah. middle of the phone it's number. Very good, so it's by definition a fake number, but not uh, one it's, that anybody it's, it's, can call. It's certainly
1: not a diable, dialable number,
0: right? I also <laughs> learned just the other day, um, from somebody who had spent quite a bit of time in England that uh, apparently a lot of people in England think all of our telephone numbers start with 555.
1: <laughs> I love that. That's that's completely a, a tangent, but I do love that.
0: Well, because I, I heard that and I was like, oh, well, yeah, I never really thought about it because we all know it's just that's what a fake number is.
1: Right, and it's like built into the, you know, no one uses 555 because it's a fake number. Mm-hmm.
0: But if you're not from the united states you're just like oh well of course it's a 555 so that's an american number Yeah, of
1: course um it's a shame no one told tommy two-tone though that's true um uh, i will say that the only thing i have written down for the scene is uh fry can't get them digits but gunther can that's all i got
0: okay i mean it's a legit note we do get a brief scene of the professor teaching his class the mathematics of quantum Ah, neutrino fields in which he Decides that through a process of elimination, uh, shoot. the molecule tastes like grape aid. yes. And then Fry shows up, um, late. Because he overslept, he, he overslept, and it's 5 p.m., which sounds a lot like my college days. Uh, same here. I attempted to get classes only in the afternoon because
1: I attempted at one point to have an eight o'clock, and it did not work out well.
0: I did an eight o'clock english composition class Mm -hmm. oh boy how difficult that was to go to
1: yeah i had an eight o'clock i think i want to i want to say it was psychology that was a bad idea
0: i mean don't don't i like psychology but not at eight o'clock in the morning i don't the great thing is every semester i was like okay i didn't do great at going to my eight o'clock class this semester but next semester i'll be on top of it. no
1: no never there was one one uh, semester that I had um, an I think it was macroeconomics after lunch, and that's just it's an underrated terrible time to have a class because you just ate lunch. You don't want to do anything. I have no idea how I got to be in that class because I was there like <laughs> maybe twice. Uh, kids go to go to class,
0: go to class, go to class, get a good grade, go to class. Then go we to class. Then we cut to the parents rece- uh, reception. <clears throat> Where the dean is meeting Mr. and Mrs. Wong? I would I would hope not for the first time. It does kind of seem like it's for the first time. Yeah. Just which the is, way the introductions go. Which is weird because there's... Wong Library yeah. and she's in a fraternity, uh, sorority with... Um, Kappa she's Kappa, in Kappa a soror- Wong. Yeah, she's in a sorority, Kappa Kappa Wong.
1: Um, that and they're the Mars Wongs. And mm-hmm. Mars doesn't seem I mean I know it's a it's a planet and it's large but I've it we don't see a whole lot of people living on Mars with huge ranches and money so Farnsworth brings out Gunther's parents um Fry kind of eggs them on
0: yeah Fry Fry eggs them on and he also opens up the cage so mm-hmm. that he can uh that the parents can uh party so, along yeah. with the rest and of the, socialize like, normally yeah. like 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 normal adults. Like normal monkeys. Mm-hmm. Because well, they're monkeys. Because they are monkeys, and they go pretty crazy and swing from the chandelier and start flinging questionable substances. And it gets all over the Dean. All over the Dean. Thankfully, we only get the sound effects and uh, not the visuals. I'm okay with that. There are other shows that would show those visuals, though. You know that. I absolutely do, and I'm fine with them not doing it. Agreed. Futurama is
1: good with restraint on some things. Well, this causes Gunther to get really sad.
0: Um, He kind of retreats to their shared dorm room. In the financial aid dorm, which now has a goat eating the sign. Well, the sign falls off. uh, It
1: looks like it's a kind of a normal sign at first, and then there's a cardboard sign, and then at one point it's just painted on.
0: Well, yeah, but the goat is eating the cardboard cardboard sign, sign, Mm which is a visual
1: that I just absolutely love. It's fantastic. The corrugated cardboard sign. Um, so Gunther is uh, kind of depressed because he's been trying to fit in, and he he's just covered in like like banana peels all over the floor because he's just eating all these bananas because he's been repressing his need for bananas and instead, saying that banana style tofu is good enough, and it's mm-hmm. it's just not it's you're never going to get that real banana feel to it, you know.
0: Uh, Fry brings up the point that if Gunther is so unhappy, why doesn't he just take the hat off? Gunther says that he can't do that to the professor because the professor is like a father to him. And Leela points out, well, no, actually, your father was the one in the punch bowl. And then Fry, <laughs> for some reason, after, even after the event, he's drinking uh, some punch out of a glass mm-hmm. and just yes, spits true. it out.
1: You don't keep punch from parties after you're leaving them?
0: Not generally, especially if a monkey's been in it. Well, he didn't know, obviously. It's true. What if it was really good punch? It could have been really good punch. Could have been. Spiked punch? Maybe hmm. spiked with
1: monkey. Well, certainly spiked with monkey, and whatever came in on that monkey. <laughs> so, as part of that, Fry suggests that uh, Gunther go back to the jungle, basically. Which, which he kind of—I I feel like—he denies first off in the the dorm room. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, and then they so so that kind of ends there, and then they go to a test in the twentieth century history class, um, which Gunther is is kind of doodling. He's he's basically just drawing
0: a bunch of bananas, and kind of not f- there. Uh, Fry does copy off of his test, just even p- more poorly drawn mm-hmm. bananas.
1: Well, the the original drawings are not bad, to be honest, as doodles. Uh, it's the the doodles are not all that bad. Um, but fries are terrible. Um, but something about the jungle, and it starts calling to Gunther, and he, his, like he starts hearing this kind of vaguely tribal music, and he, his, he starts to like he, his chest starts heaving, and his heart beats until he can't take it anymore, and he just he flips out, discards the hat, and runs out the window.
0: And the professor screams, "Why, why?" Why didn't I break his legs? <laughs> Which is one of my favorite professor lines in the entire show. It's very, it's it's an incredible line. Like, no, I don't think anything encapsulates uh, the the essence of the professor more. Like, why didn't I break that super intelligent monkey's legs <laughs> so he couldn't run away? Yeah,
1: it's it's very good. At that point, uh, they kind of go. I, they go back to the dorm. They kind of describe what happened to Leela, and Leela suggests that they go to the jungle and let him pick, let let Gunther pick, whether he wants the intelligence symbolized by the hat or the ju- nature symbolized by the banana.
0: Mm-hmm. This is also where we find out that the only thing Gunther turned in for his test was a paper smeared with feces and that he tied with Fry.
1: He lived through it, but he is a dullard.
0: I just like that even in this moment of, of peril and being just upset that his monkey ran away, he still has time to take that last little jab at Fry to be like, "Oh yeah, he tied with Fry."
1: <laughs> well, you always have to take jabs at Fry.
0: We cut back to the robot house um, plot line for a bit because we find out that the big the regatta the the uh, river boat uh, no the fraternity raft regatta is happening and the dean says that whoever wins will become head of the greek council and should they be on any type of uh secret probation uh multiple secret probation it'll be lifted and he will be forced to serve as at the grand marshal of the parade honoring them
1: well i can't see any way that goes wrong for for the dean
0: not at all i'm sure this will turn out just fine um he does not want to Take any chances, and so he shoots the raft that uh, the robot house frat is on.
1: With, with the start, like basically as a starter's pistol, mm-hmm. just instead of firing it up in the air, he just aims right at the robot house raft, which is very funny to me. Also, kind of a weird freeze frame to stop at when you're writing something down on the bus. It cuts back at this point to Leela, Professor, Fry in the jungle, um, where they find. They, they first go to think they find Gunter in in a tree and fires a trank um, a lot of things fall out including a tiger the professor says they'll be fine right before they're crushed by a falling elephant
0: which is another sight gag I love where it's just the elephant falls out of the tree because why not
1: out of the top of the tree mm-hmm.
0: fry also says that this is uh, the jungles on Mars look exactly like the jungles back on earth and the professor says jungles on earth <laughs> Don't be preposterous.
1: It's funny because it's
0: sad. They do eventually find Gunter and uh, he is kind of hanging out by himself and they both try to coax Gunther over, uh, the professor with the hat, Fry with the banana, and Farnsworth says, consider the philosophical and metaphysical ramifications of, and Fry interrupts with, banana, 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 banana. <laughs> like, I like that that's his point where he's just like, banana, That like that's his whole argument. It's definitely a Fry argument to make. And, you know, it's a pretty good argument. I, I would I would
1: probably choose the banana first, yeah. If I had the choice between a banana and a, an intelligence-granting
0: hat. This is where the two plots sort of combine as the robot house uh, raft comes whizzing by um, with Bender, of course, water skiing behind. Why of, not?
1: Of course, why not?
0: Because they've taken a shortcut that Bender is not quite so sure is a shortcut anymore. And After the, an hour. The wave hits the Professor, Leela and fry, and they tumble into the river, and uh, they're about to go over a waterfall. Mm -hmm. Luckily, a sturdy log stops their fall. Sure.
1: And as soon as uh, the professor pats the log a couple times, part of the log breaks off and falls off the cliff. Maybe not so sturdy. Maybe not. After all. The robot house raft does go over this waterfall cliff thing, where they land and hit a lot of rocks at the bottom and kind of like, like not explode. Well, they explode out from the rock and they kind of like fly off in different directions.
0: Mm hmm. And then, uh, just as snooty house is about to win the fraternity raft regatta, mm-hmm. which is, a, I can't say fraternity <laughs> raft regatta. It,
1: it's, it's a, it, it's a, yeah. it's an oddly named thing. I'm just going to call it the regatta.
0: Okay. Just as Snooty House is about to win the regatta, Robot House comes up uh, from underwater just at the last second and wins. And, of course, Dean Vernon shouts, Robot House!
1: Robot House!
0: So the Robot House wins in, like, every bad Mm -hmm. uh, college-type movie ever. Um, They win!
1: Hooray! They're off of dodeca tuple Secret probation, and Mm -hmm. they're head of the Greek council now. Hooray! Because that's the stakes of all these college movies. There's very little. Right. Little, real stakes. No one's getting expelled. No one's just goofy, goofy, goofy stuff.
0: Meanwhile, back at the waterfall, they're all about to fall off the waterfall, Mm -hmm. and they are trying to coax Gunter into putting on the hat so that he can save them. Mm -hmm. And uh, Gunter tries several things, including... Taking a few bites of the hat, putting the hat on his butt, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> which <laughs> Fry laughs at even as he's about to die. Um, well, it's which a f- is the thing I love about Fry. Yeah. Where he's like, Oh no, we're all going to die, but that monkey's about to put a hat on his butt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. It
1: is funny. But he finally gets to the right uh, he he has a Eureka moment, puts the hat on his head, and says, It goes on the the hat
0: goes on the head. You of course. He does a few calculations and figures out how to uh, tie a vine to a log and push that over, and somehow with the power of physics, mm-hmm. manages to save the Planet Express crew. Mm-hmm. And uh, the downside to this is that he kind of falls off, and he's um, he's, he's hanging, on that log about to to go over. Yeah, he's
1: hanging off of that that vine,
0: and, and the that. vine is kind of starting to snap a little bit. You a can see bit, it getting yeah. real thin, and he has this real depressing moment where he's like I just I don't know if I can keep going on because I mean when I'm wearing the hat I'm sad all the time but when I don't wear the hat I'm so dumb I tried to put a hat on my butt.
1: It's 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 a very sad moment but at the same time he tried to put a hat
0: on his butt. Mhm. Um and just as he's about to reconsider it snaps and he falls off and um as they go to collect the corpse because the professor doesn't want to waste a perfectly good monkey
1: which he licks his lips. he
0: licks his lips like uh yeah they go down and they find that gunter is alive mm-hmm.
1: he thinks that the hat broke his fall
0: mm-hmm. and the hat's kind of smushed and it looks like a different kind of hat that
1: we do not know what the name of it
0: is I mean, it looks like a smashed bowler, basically.
1: Well, it almost looks like, a, uh, what is it, the the one, like a pork pie, maybe? Is that the one? Um, or the the like the golf hat, kind of.
0: Oh, okay. I'm just going to call it a smashed bowler hat. Smash bowler. But now we're splitting hairs.
1: Splitting hats, my friend.
0: I suppose so. <laughs> um, the professor opens up the hat, and uh, it turns out that the, the chip inside is running at basically half capacity. Um, so Gunter... Is still intelligent, mm-hmm. but less, he's, less not, so. he's not super smart. Um, but he, he, he feels happy. He feels much happier. And now instead of, he doesn't want the professor to fix it because instead he just wants to go to business school. Which
1: devastates the professor.
0: Devastates. Ooh, man. I also like that uh, Gunther's speech says, during Gunter's speech, he says, All I want is to be a monkey of modern. Moderate intelligence who wears a suit, because <laughs> really, isn't that the best we can all hope for? Is to be a monkey of moderate intelligence wearing a suit.
1: I would like to be a monkey of moderate intelligence wearing sweatpants, but
0: do each their own. Do each their
1: own, or no pants? It's it's up to up to you. You you make the decide of how
0: much pant to wear. In the last scene, we see the parade that the dean is. Forced to march in for Robot House Mm -hmm. after winning the regatta. The regatta. In true Animal House style, it ends the episode with uh, each going over each character with a little text blurb Mm -hmm. about their life after their time at Mars University. I bet you have that right there. I do absolutely have that right there. I will let you
1: take it over because I did not get them word for word.
0: So, no, Fry dropped out successfully and returned to his dead end delivery job. Gunther got his MBA and became president of the Fox network. There's a nice little dig at, at Fox, as the Simpsons and Futurama are wont to do. Um, the critic also did that quite a bit. Like, th- I think the fashionable thing was to just take digs at Fox when you're on Fox. Sure. Which, I mean, I get they canceled Futurama. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, this is pre canceling Futurama. They just got a little bit more ruthful, oh, and, but
0: they knew uh, oh well sure, and we we will talk about that later. Fatbot caught a computer virus in Tijuana and had to be rebooted or Fatbot. Leela went on one date with Dean Vernon, but he never called again, and lastly, uh his job done, Bender stole everything of value from Robot House and ran off and then we close the episode, yep it just as a
1: pretty standard way to close a college uh, comedy
0: movie. So with that, let's go on to Grades.
1: I really enjoy this episode. Um, it, it is probably one of the ones that I would suggest to people join, kind of joining it mid-joining the Futurama fandom. There's a lot of funny things going on. There's a lot of kind of, there's some nerdy stuff along with, you know, kind of normal mainstream funniness and you know monkeys and bananas and such and i do i i, I it's 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 a very enjoyable episode for me because look well, i think we we discussed this a little earlier when we were talking about how this feels like it hits a whole lot better than than titanic and i think it's 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 somewhat timeless it can kind of like remind you if you had a crate you know it, even for me i didn't have a crazy college experience i was one of Let's be honest. I was fat bot. Um, Okay, (laughs) but but even then, it it hit exactly what I. It it hit the 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 jokes about the different, like the past the eighties college pastiche. But it also hit some, a lot of different nerd things. And I I just feel like it was a good all around plot. A lot of funny things going on. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it an A.
0: Okay. I'm going to agree with you. Um, I think it is a fantastic episode. It is one of those episodes that is sort of quintessential Futurama. We get that bender uh, side story which gives you a lot of the nerd jokes um, like the the someone's been a bad computer thing and the epsilon row row you know stands for error. We get a lot of uh, you know the the good nerdy humor. But then we also get that story with Gunter and Fry where you get the like, oh, we're laughing at Fry because he's kind of dumb. And and we get a lot of good out of all the characters that are there. As you pointed out, there's no Zoidberg. Um, Which
1: I, I may have to reduce my grade for that. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I can enjoy a zoidberg ep- mm-hmm. Zoidbergless episode.
0: We, I don't want them, but I can. So we don't we don't get Zoidberg, we don't get Hermes, we get very little Amy, but it's still the characters that are there are it's like quintessential them. Like I said, the professor's uh Why didn't I break his his legs thing is like so good. We get a lot of good lines in general. Uh it's solid. I absolutely will agree with you. I will also give it an A. All right. Always good to agree. One other thing before we go is that we do have another piece of fan mail. Fan mail. Uh, Thank you. Yes, thank you. This one comes from Nick. um, And uh, it's a bit of a long one, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. Uh, But he says... Ben and Mike, I absolutely love the show. I was just at work yesterday and decided to look for a new podcast and stumbled upon to Back to the Futurama. Even my friends who somewhat enjoy Futurama refuse to talk to me about it anymore. (laughs) So imagine my joy in finding a podcast hosted by folks who have also seen all of the episodes dozens of times.
1: I will say this, that we we talk Futurama to each other because we have no other
0: outlets. No one will listen to us either, so we we feel you. Oh, it's true. Uh, We, Futurama... Uh, people. Um, uh, we. I think we we got to stick together. Uh, we're running out of time on today's episode, but remind me sometime to to bring up the Futurama quote game that a friend and I accidentally invented. Oh, I'm um, very
1: excited about hearing this.
0: I I'll bring it up maybe uh, maybe next time. The other thing that Nick also brings up is that uh, also I love the bickering dialogue and back and forth of the Bender versus Zoidberg fandoms. Mm-hmm. Zoidberg's the best. Personally, my favorite character has always been Hermes. Uh, Solid answer. I'm excited to see your take on more Hermes-centric episodes, like how Hermes requisitioned his groove back, Lethal Inspection, and Six Million Dollar Mon, which is a good point. We haven't really gotten a whole lot out of Hermes yet. He definitely comes into his own later on, but it is not for a a little while.
1: Sure, and I I really enjoy the episodes mentioned, so I'm looking forward
0: to talking about them as well and,
1: and sharing those with you, Nick.
0: It's true. How Hermes requisitioned his groove back is going to be a real good one. I always love that. Very, very good. Yeah. Uh, So thank you for writing in and I'm glad that you enjoy the show. And uh, we always do appreciate hearing from the people who have somehow stumbled across this show.
1: I I, I guess we can call them fans
0: like I, we have fans we have fans and that that never stops uh weirding me out <laughs> we are not entertainers by day by any means no we're nerds by day uh so the and f-
1: night and also now like we're always nerds. always i mean we do a futurama podcast you know
0: so the fact that we get people emailing and and tweeting at us is and, always, and enjoying the show and always fun so absolutely if you uh like nick would like to get in contact with us you can do so through email by emailing us at back to at gmail.com. Uh, you can tweet at us at back to And as always, if you can take a few moments to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes because uh, that really does help us out. It helps new people like Nick find the show so yeah, absolutely. And that's gonna do it for us here on Back to the Futurama. I'm Ben and I'm Mike. Goodbye from the world of tomorrow.